What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Eve Gigi, where we talk all things health-related. We're going to talk about all sorts of health information, as well as, hopefully, clear up all sorts of terrible health misinformation. Today, we have Q from Oblique. That's me. How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, you just got some dry needling done. <laughs> I did. You're I did. like ready to go. I have some nitro coffee just trying to wake up a little bit. It was yeah. amazing. I like amazing. it. I like it. So I know very little about Oblique, mm-hmm. right? And very little about you. So um, from what we've talked before, you're doing some yoga stuff. You know, definitely got some fitness in your background. So I'd love to just kind of at first just like dig into you, maybe even how you ended up in Charleston and working with Oblique. Absolutely. You know, and kind of are you teaching some classes too yeah i teach okay. all around charleston okay. um so to, to backtrack starting from the very beginning yes um, as far as my fitness career um kind of started when i was a little kid my family is very very active very into fitness um super militant background um so militant so, yes okay so, like all army marines we've across the board all of my, my very military background so Working out has been very implemented in our lives growing up. My grandfather actually ran a program at Penn State um, that mentored young children who had behavioral problems, and he built it from a fitness concept. So you a mentor. Love that. Yeah, he, they're um, paired with a mentee, and you build your confidence through physically looking better, and then the mentee would start to trust the mentor, and they would start to open up to them about other things, like grades and relationships and just personal problems. So, That's what we focus on right? here, is just uh, how fitness and lifting heavy things or working out or whatever can just be this window to all these other things. It's like things. a gateway drug to awesome. Yes, right? ooh, I like that. I might use that. <laughs> right? Deadlifting, the gateway drug. <laughs> But yeah, it was, it's something that I grew up with. My aunt has been, um, she was a Marine Corps trainer. Um, she's been in the fitness industry for over 20 years now. Um, and that's where my true passion really started was with her. Um, she got me into yoga when I was 15 years old and I just kind of became addicted to it then. Um, she opened up her own mind body studio in Penn State, Pennsylvania, State College. Yep. And it's basically a fitness fusion based studio that has TRX and yoga, um, Pilates reformers, cycling, um, fitness fusion classes with yoga and HIIT workouts. You see them more um, of that. TRX and yeah, yoga. Yeah, I love it. She's actually writing an article in our next release on the evolution of fitness and fusion. Yeah, so. yeah. I've seen like a cycle bar slash like CrossFit gym kind yeah. of in the same space. But I just think why like why not? It doesn't well, have to be mutually exclusive. And it's and you know the fitness industry is becoming very saturated, so it's important to become differentiated True. with yep. your business. And these fusions are really doing it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, which is it's so cool and it all stemming back to oblique that's kind of what I try to implement just from how I was raised and how, what my aunt taught me and fusing these fitness concepts together and bringing our community community together and trying to make it non-competitive and you know just because there's so many of us doesn't mean we can't necessarily work, work together to support oh each man other. I've been trying that yeah. for three years right like no it's awesome and I feel yeah. like it's turning a corner especially here locally absolutely where we're just like uh you know 60 70 percent of people are uh, overweight and not fit, so right. we probably have plenty of people to pull from. We don't need to be, you know, yep. scavenging exactly. each other at all. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Cool. So yeah, that's it. All started with that. I actually got my first certification at Penn State. Um, I was I got certified to be teach kettlebell training. Really? Um, yes, and it was brutal. I came home the next day and had bruises all over my. Yeah, because when you come up and snatch, yeah. right, just I just wasn't ready for it. Yeah, um, sure. So that's kind of the first thing. I never did anything with it. I think I was 19, 20 years old when I got that. 
Um, and then, like I said, my aunt opened her studio and I got Kaiser Cycle certified um, to be a, a cycling instructor, indoor mm-hmm. cycling. And I loved it, taking the classes so much. Cycling still to this day is one of my favorite forms of cardio and working out. Yep. Um, but when it came to getting on the bike and teaching a class, I was, I was terrified. Like I just wasn't ready for it. And I just didn't have the confidence to teach, um, and physically do those at the same time. Yeah. So I didn't do anything. I didn't teach or anything until I got my yoga teacher training, um, RYT 200. And I was forced to teach then. And that's where I was really as part of the certification. You're like, you're going to teach us these movements. Exactly. So I did a a nine. It was actually at my aunt's studio as well. It was a nine month, um, RYT program. Um, so each week and I would go in and we would do some sort of intensive. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, it, it just helped me come out of my shell. Um, and we had to do certain, you know, teaching, classes five minutes ten minutes all the way up to 45 minutes so you know I just learned how to do it you kind of slowly built up like right. that that's super mm-hmm. smart yeah, yeah it is I mean it just helps you build your confidence in a way you're not yeah just, like just thinking of things to do for 45 time. minutes would right. be hard but I can think of something to do for five minutes exactly yeah. right exactly yeah. so did that and that really helped me find my voice um in the fitness industry just because I learned I didn't have to be like everybody else. I didn't have to have like, you know, looking anatomy still intimidates me to this day. Um, So I just had to find my voice in the community, you know, not trying to be like somebody else. or feel like I had to read 50 books in order to be qualified to be a good instructor. Um, I found that the best instructors that I personally like taking classes are the ones that are just most comfortable with themselves. So they come in and they're just, their energy is good and their classes are fun. They know what they're talking about and it just develops a really cool trusting relationship. And the basis of everything I've always loved is community. Yep. So that's a, that's a huge reason just kind of taking a full circle. Um, why I teach is just the community aspect of it. And yeah. why Oblique has such a big place in my heart because of what it represents. Yeah. We so. talk about this a lot, even from like who we hire as physical therapists or like healthcare professionals and fitness professionals. What matters less is your skill set or your knowledge base. Honestly, in my experience, people who have like a huge knowledge base typically aren't the best at connecting with other humans. Right. So I look for people typically who connect with people to hire or to partner with or whatever, because those people typically are getting a, having more impact. Absolutely. Because, right, the connection is what matters. You know, I can have the best knowledge base in the world, but if you can't connect with another human, they're never going to do what you say. I don't Absolutely. care how smart you are. Absolutely. So I just think that's, yeah, super important. It's true. Like, I mean, even in any industry that you're in, sometimes our society, you know, tells us we have to be the greatest or the best at something. And that's where my I brand myself as QFIT perspective. And I think it's really important to have an open mind to everything and there's not just one way it's not black and white there's this whole gray path of life in any industry that you're in that really just allows people just to take what they want and create what they want and um i think it's important i I mean i i came into oblique magazine last year and had no experience in magazine sales no experience in that industry at all but i just took my confidence with what i knew in the industry and really have helped enhance the platforms with absolutely no background. I didn't go to school for it. I never had a job in it. Um, I just took what I knew and kind of learned from everybody else and made what I thought would be sustainable for the magazine. And it's been pretty great so far. So. Yeah. Obviously you're pretty good at connecting with other people. That's what and like networking. That's yeah. like, like literally like one of my really good friends, Ellie Richter, she's in the wellness industry. She, she's like, you're a connector and that's, 
kind of what I'm hardwired to do. I don't necessarily have to have a degree in something to be great at it. So it's just about kind of like enhancing what you're naturally good at rather than forcing what you think you should be good at. Yeah. Oh no, totally. I mean, I think the intangibles uh, matter. Like I told you way more than, than anything else. Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. So you get your yoga certification you're doing some yoga teaching Mm -hmm. and then where where does it go from there? What is it? Where are you in like high school, college where? Like where are you? Yeah. So I, so I went to Penn state. I studied hotel restaurant institutional management with a background in event planning. I was the president of the meetings and events club at Penn state. I've always, even in college, was known for throwing the best parties. Sure. So more it's, connecting. Right? right? Like, yeah. Like, hey, who can I get to come to this party? Right. Yeah. But I, mine was all about experiential events. So I loved the concept of somebody walking into an event and being like, wow. Not just having, like, you know, a basic party where people walk in and have drinks and they leave. It's all about the element of surprise for me. I want people to feel like they're, they're almost walking into a different world. So I would throw like themed parties, like Hollywood themed parties and athletic, you know, themed based parties. Um, we, I did a really cool, like, like it was called Blackout of the White House, but basically it was like all different lights and stuff and music and just experiential concepts that people just normally wouldn't see. Yeah. So I love that. Um, that stuff goes such a long way. I right. Mean, just something simple as cold brew coffee on tap. We talked about right? this. Just like, you know, how to get people to come in and be a part of your community because that's a big challenge for a lot of people. Yep. Just, you know, come in and actually like make an experience and guess what? They'll yeah. probably hang on, you know, a little bit longer or come exactly. to your fitness class or like they're way but more it's, likely. It's tough. There's so many pop-ups in Charleston, like fitness-wise. So that's where like kind of tying it all together, putting – like what makes somebody want to come to our events versus somebody else and that's where you create the experience you want to you know right when from someone walks into one of our events I want them to feel welcomed you know at first and then I try to create a community of people that are coming regularly so it they have their own little group you know we'll put a DJ in there we'll have a fusion of like yoga mimosas and then getting your hair blown out um and then just whatever food element we add so it's just different concepts that we, I'll put together with the events. It's not just go there, work out, yeah. and leave. Make so. health and fitness like a little it's sexier. Called, make it a balance. little, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Make it a more of an experience Absolutely. rather than let's come in and let's sweat and like right. feel a burn and go leave. Like, right. okay, you're going to capture some people like that. Mm-hmm. Who else could you capture that maybe you couldn't yeah. otherwise? And again, you know, I'm all about trying to create exposure to different audiences because, yeah. I mean, you have to continue to like you said, adapt and do something brand new and yep. fuse new things in order it's, to get it some is, of these people constant, moving. Yeah, staying yeah. One, head of, one step ahead of like what everyone else is doing is what I try to do. So it's not hard to do in Charleston. Like Charleston, <laughs> Charleston's a little slow compared to like, I came from D.C., you know, being up yeah. north. There's people, are, it's just a little bit more advanced up there. So it's just kind of like bringing small bits into that yeah. here without overwhelming Charleston with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, I mean, I've got some... People I work with business-wise who are in D.C. And, yeah, they just – I mean, let's say we're, like, 10 years behind, but it's just eh, – Well, they, they're like, we don't have this yet? You yeah. don't have Uber? You don't have ClassPass? I'm like, we're getting there. Right. Like, it's good cool, pace. though. I, like, I really like that grounding part about Charleston. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. We t- but, yeah, I um went to Penn State, and I ended up graduating and working for a startup company where I did the – back-end operations, not operations, the back-end business side of hospitality. So I was a project manager for 
not to bore the podcast or like no, no, it's interesting. I think it's all interesting. Yeah. yeah, I was a project manager for point of sale systems and property management systems for Micros Oracle, which is basically these companies that go in and install. Um, these systems in restaurants that they put your orders in or when you check into a hotel. Mm -hmm. So they go and they install them. They teach the staff there how to, you know, work the system and then they leave. So it's just an installation project-based management system. Sure. And I work, I help start the company up. um, Cool. And help build all the processes and managing people. And that's what I'm really, really, really good at is implementing processes into a canvas, a blank canvas. Um, That's a pretty good skill set. Right? There's it not is, a lot of people who like to do processes. Yeah. I'm well, when process you're from a military myself. family, it's like yeah. very disciplined processes. Yeah, like checklist key, A, B, right? C. Did you right? get that done? You can't move on to the next thing. Exactly. Yep. So implemented that. And then um, I built apps for events. Um, basically, if you go to a conference, you download the app and it has like the speakers, the files, it has interactive games and was very, you know, technology based. I, I learned a lot about online um, branding and how to basically analyze data from these conferences and implement them into campaigns for future events. Super cool. Yeah. So it, it just kind of all evolved and I, yoga had just happened two, three years ago is when I was certified to teach yoga. Um, and then I made a connection in the yoga community here in Charleston and she linked me up with John D. Giovanni. He's the publisher of mm-hmm. Oblique and that's just when everything happened and he kind of trusted me, he threw me a bone, and it, it turned, it's so far so good. Yeah. <laughs> We're really happy with how things are growing and evolving with the magazine, and, um, but it is, it's literally like everything that I have done in the past in one filter coming out, and it's perfect. It's okay. like, the job is literally my dream job. It's amazing. That's I do something cool. fun and different every single day. Like yeah. today, just woke up, taught a few classes. Yeah. I had a few meetings and go get dry needling and have to do a podcast. Yeah. So it's different. It's, yeah. And it's, it's, it's exciting. That's cool. Yeah. I'd be really curious your take and, and we may be going down a different path, but it's no, fine. It's fine. I was curious. Yeah. Is so comparing kind of DC health, wellness, fitness, and kind of like what Charleston is going through and just like, obviously I think fitness here is exploding, mm-hmm. you know, more and more people are connecting. There's more community. Mm-hmm. There's more different services. Mm-hmm. Like, where do you see things kind of going from here? You in know? Charleston? Yeah, or I mean, in general, too, yeah. maybe. You know, it's just cool to think about. Like, yeah. I think about it all the time. Like I said, these hybrid things yeah. are popping up everywhere. We're doing something. We did, like, mobility mimosas here. Yeah. You know, we're doing barbells and breakfast yeah. in two or three weeks here, like, having competition. Yeah. So um, I'm just curious where you see things going. No, that's a really good question. It's yeah. something I think about all the time. Um you know, a lot of fitness is going online. Like, you True. have the Peloton bikes, you have all these things, these infomercials where you could order these, you know, machines that it's a like one-stop shop for everything. Yep. Um, we do some online So I think stuff generally too. across the board, like, in any industry, wherever, wherever you live, a lot of fitness is going online. Um, Charleston specifically, even when I moved here, like, almost two years, two and a half years ago, um... I did a whole research study on the fitness boutiques here. I was like, there's really not that much happening. Like, there's there's some stuff here, but nothing. Oh, two and, you know, and a half years, there's yeah. nothing. There was right. no bar, there's, there's no cycle, right. like bar, there's nothing. And, it was, and I was like, okay, like, this is a really good spot for me to be. I actually wanted to open, like, a fitness fusion studio. And I was like, this is a great place to do it. And then all of a sudden, it was like, boom, 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 boom. They have a, but big franchises coming in here, like yep. Four Power Yoga, F45, Orange Theory. Yep. Um, I know some of them have been here for a while, but they're really growing. A while being then, two or three years. Right. Like, is that a while? No. Right. You know, 
depends, I guess. Yeah, yeah. and it's in it, class pass. Um, I don't know if you've heard of class pass. Yeah, before. a little bit. Yeah. So class pass pass has been something that's been in DC for a while now. Like that was one of my favorite things. You spend a hundred bucks a month, and I know the setup is different now. It's like a point based system, and you get to go to ten whatever classes you want. And there was over a thousand different boutique options and classes mm-hmm. you could choose from. Um, and they that was five years ago that I personally was on it, but it was there way before. Um, it's not in Charleston yet? It just it? came to Charleston. It just came to Charleston. Are people, I feel like I've read something where people have been kind of resistant to yeah, it. Yeah, right? and, and that's, I and I don't know what the new system is like, but I think it's just not very cost effective for the businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what percentage is taken out for the businesses, and I don't know. Again, Charleston takes the things very differently than in the city. Yeah. Um, it's a lot slower paced here. Yeah. Um, people a different kind of community. Right. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but I see Charleston going to really cool places. I mean, we're just evolving in every single aspect of the community. Like, if, you know, from real estate to STEM to everything with just our job industry and, you know, every, food and beverage and the tourists and hospitality. Everything is growing and booming and exceeding. So yeah. that they all help each other. Um, I think that with, in particular with the fitness industry, it's just something that over time it's just gonna we're gonna be like the next dc we're gonna be like the next new york i just think we have some time to get there yeah i feel like um what i've seen a lot of and what's really cool these small grassroots kind of community based Mm -hmm. fitness where Mm -hmm. it's still like an f45 but they're basically just pulling that's how charleston is yeah i grew up here so it's like very much got james island and you're pretty much not gonna leave james island right got mount pleasant you're pretty much not gonna right so if like a fitness studio or whatever mm-hmm. can ingrain itself in the community and get like a decent following that's yeah. like in dc you probably just travel every you know what i mean work yeah. is 45 minutes away yeah. i'm getting in the car here right like yeah it's, so it's all about convenience here like 15 yeah. minutes is like a hike for some people here in dc it's like an hour my commute is a bike go. ride and yeah. walk you know oh, like it's I, so amazing I yeah yeah i love it One we're just not I, built for that you know yeah one thing I'd like to see here is more studios that are kind of like a one-stop shop i think sometimes just as like an you know an average human being who makes an average salary, it's like not feasible to spend two hundred dollars a month on mm-hmm. going to just a cycle studio or just a yoga studio. I like to see because you, you know, need more things, right? right we talk like, this a lot. You need to be able to lift. You need to be absolutely. able to move. You need to be able to you know be flexible. Yeah. You need to be agile, like whatever. Yeah. You need some cardio. Just yeah. You know, and you're not going to get that. Let's be yeah. frank. at cycle bar. I'm going to do some weights, right? Now, but it's not going to. It's not a deadlift. It's right. not a heavy squat. Right, but it's also like you look at some of the. Um, this is something my boss and I talk about. Like, uh, you know, you have these places that do have the fusion of lifting and cardio, and they're fusion based. But it's like, are we getting the quality that we need? Mm-hmm. So as saturated as the industry becomes, quality starts to decline. You know, just because they're trying to fill jobs and. They don't have, you know, as much expertise, you know, with working with certain body types and injuries. Um, So I think I'd like to see kind of like a one-stop shop with like really high-grade people who know, like you come in here and you talk to somebody like Nate and it's like, this guy knows, knows his stuff. I trust him with my body and like whatever he tells me. And I, I think sometimes going in some places, if you don't know your body, you could hurt yourself, you know, as much as, as creative as people are getting with their exercises it's I just think it'd be important to really kind of exceed the the Mm -hmm. expectation of what a personal trainer should require before they are running people's bodies even me like if you were to tell me to be like train you in a session I would say absolutely not because I know nothing about that like I could teach a yoga class safely and effectively but even sometimes I'll look at people 
And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to touch you right now because I don't even know what you're doing and what's going on, but that's not right. And it looks totally uncomfortable. And sometimes people just ignore that and keep moving. And that's, I just have seen so many injuries and like, you know, Mm -hmm. people having issues just from not working out correctly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting. We talk about that a lot and we get a lot of people who, I'll give you two sides of a coin. One, yes, like form and like working out correctly is is very, very important. Mm -hmm. But from my perspective as like a healthcare practitioner and what I've seen, what really matters is that person just doesn't push themselves more than they can be pushed, Mm -hmm. right? So like you can move your body in some pretty crazy ways and like, but as long as you don't, it's pretty simple. We talk about like load and capacity. As long as the load does not exceed that person's capacity, right. they're usually pretty good. And that's usually where we see people get injured. It's just like, all right, it's your first day. Yeah. Let's just wreck you. Like, right? no, no, let's not. Like, <laughs> let's have a three to six month, right? like, which is usually hard for most people yeah. because that trainer wants that person to have the best experience ever and wants yeah. to just, like, Immediate you're just going to sweat like crazy and you're going to yeah. lose a bunch of weight. It's like, no, more than likely you probably just need to like slowly let your body just yeah. adapt to just moving for an hour, which you right. probably haven't done in four years. Right. And if you just do that consistently for three months, then we can do that. But like, yep. how many tickets is that going to sell, right? Exactly. How many, like, oh, am I in for that? People don't, people want quick results. They want them fast and want yeah. them right now, especially trainers with money and people with results physically. Like, it's just... You know, people mm-hmm. want want it right here, right now, and yeah. unfortunately, that's just the way our society is with right. everything. Right, so. and I feel like we're getting some like now meet a lot of community members like. Let's just talk about like Reggie, for instance, yeah, right? Yeah. Like he knows what he's doing. You right. know what I mean? But he's some, and he is somebody that will bring you in and he'll like do, he'll look at the way your body moves, your balances and imbalances. And he has a What's process okay in place. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, he, you know, when you go to him, you're getting quality, quality, quality mm-hmm. training. And he will make sure that he will give you the best workouts based off of what your body type is like, what your history is. Not just some set plan. You come in and I got to do it within, you know, a, 45 minutes, 50 minutes, and just bang out as much as you can, you know, and it's in a dark room with lights everywhere, which is fun and cool, but it's like, like, if you turn those lights on, what are the, like, what is the form, like, I can't even imagine, you know? Right, right, yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's a challenge, like, that's a whole different, which is, what might be interesting to talk about, is just like, all right, somebody wants to start working out, and they want to go to, we're just not going to name any names, but like a fitness studio, that's just like, we'll call it more cardio-based, and just an hour, there's not a ton of coaching going on, you know, it's just a big group class, and Mm -hmm. it's just like, go, More of a party. Yeah, (laughs) right, and how much falls on the trainer, and like, how much at the same right. time falls on that person too. It's just like, all right, if you're not comfortable with something, either don't do it or ask exactly. or modify as opposed to, exactly. you know, it's, it's hard, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it's a, you're right. It's like a dichotomy of like, let's make fitness fun and an experience, but also you've got to have a certain amount of coaching at Absolutely. the same time. That's like, and that's a tough balance. It is. You know, like, how do you provide that plus make a profit? You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm trying to figure it out myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's a challenge, right? But I mean, I I really believe that it should fall to a certain degree on that individual Mm -hmm. at the same time, right? You should know what your body can and can't do. Yeah. You know, and a coach can only do so much. You know, I've coached some fitness classes in kind of CrossFit and other kind of stuff. And it's just like, you know, in a group setting, even if it's one six to ten there's only mm-hmm. so much i can do for form yeah. and you know there's also only so much that you can change in one person absolutely someone's squat looks terrible it's like maybe i can help with one thing yeah there's probably 15 things that i need to correct absolutely too. so yeah it's such a slippery slope it is you know for it some is. people so it is yeah um okay so 
I'm still more curious, like, so how did you even end up, you just like came all in yoga industry here, started teaching and then just oblique just kind of picked you up. So what's Literally. the, what's the past two and a half years looked like, you know, like I've only recently tried yeah. to follow you on Instagram a yeah. little bit and just yeah. see like, looks like you're doing fitness pop-ups. Yeah. You're partnering with other studios yeah. too. Like what's like the ultimate goal too, just to continue to connect. Yeah. And yeah, good yeah. question. So I just joined oblique last July, so I've, it hasn't even been a oh, year. Okay. Gotcha. Um, which is makes it even more cool. Almost a year. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Almost a year. Um, um, yeah. a second. But basically, the magazine has been in Charleston for, we're going into our 14th year, Mm -hmm. and it's been a straight-up print publication, and we have a great readership, a great community, a great following. Um, What I came on board to do was to help enhance the platforms for our clients, Um, just because, you know, it's almost 2020, and we're a very digitally-based society. Um, That's an understatement. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I got a really good book for you. Remind me after the podcast. Yeah. Um, So, you know, I just started building out a website. Um, My belief in anything I implement into Oblique is I test it out first. I do it myself. And once I find it to be successful, I'll pass it on to one of my interns. Um, So basically, long story short, I built a, it's called a custom media marketing campaign. So the idea is I'll go in and talk to a client and whether they're just establishing themselves or if they're a franchise, we'll go through a branding process where we just talk about their demographic, what their cause to action is, you know, what their, what their goals are, what their pain points are. Um, and we build a campaign off of that. So the basis of it is print. Um, print is more of like a psychological thing, kind of like if you see it, the, the, the logos in your head or you've seen it before um we, we start with that concept and then we move on to social media um where we have campaign managers might have 10 interns that work under us and Ten? All, yeah and they're oh all videographers yeah. and photographers but they're also very creative they're all have marketing backgrounds and they're all in college at college of charleston except mm-hmm. one she's trident tech um but they have a really cool like very free-spirited way of how they think about things that's not so point a to point b so with these experiential clips they're one minute long but we take it past like oh this is just a gym with machines we talk about what the story is behind that business a testimonial of a a client um we do we do all it just really depends on the brand we do everything fitness fashion health wellness and beauty so it really gets us grinding our gears and thinking how can we step outside of the box and make this one minute clip super engaging so somebody watches it from start to finish yeah so and create a connection probably with that like so the right person would see that and be like oh i totally want to go right. see reggie or totally want to see right. the kettlebell club i well, remember seeing especially that especially in right? fitness yep. people are super intimidated so this helps break that barrier so if they go in and they see you know, Reggie on there doing all these crazy moves are probably like, oh, hell no, I'm not going there. But if you were to talk to Reggie and listen to Reggie, he's the sweetest guy in the world. Right. And anybody would want to hang out with him and meet him. Mm-hmm. So that's what we try to do is help break these barriers so people can kind of see inside the studio or the, the facility without actually going inside of it. Um, and then the third, well, basically, so we go in and we'll storyboard, we'll literally write clip for clip for clip exactly what we want, how we want it shot, what angles we want it shot at. And we put it together in one minute clip. Um, and then we, we post it on our page. We give it to our clients to have some content to post. And we also give it to um, our oblique ambassadors, which is a huge program um, that I've built over the last year. And they're just influencers in the area that are beneficial mainly because of their social media following. Um, so with the group we have now, I think we have almost 450,000 followers. Um, 
with their following, and then Charleston, it's right around 350,000, 400,000. So very Charleston-based. We picked them out for their Charleston social media following and also their presence in the community physically. Like, I'm not just going to pick out someone who's just Instagram famous. They need to have a strong presence in Charleston, and if they were to go out and reach out to people, you know, they they could spread the word word of mouth because that's the most important how does marketing that work? in Charleston. So you like post something and they all repost? Yep, like, exactly. Okay. So basically we provide all of the digital content and they post it. Um, and the third component, which I think is the most important, is the events. So that's where I see the most ROI with our clients. So we do the, the digital part. They see it psychologically is in their head. Then you have the social media campaigns where they could see a little bit deeper into the business. You have the oblique ambassadors that are talking about it. And so like, okay, I want to try this out. I want to see it. And then we have the events. Um, which are pop-ups usually an hour and a half long and we create experiential clips for those as well so people can kind of see what the service is like what's going on what it's like to interact there as a client or Uh a customer and we bring the ambassadors with us so we'll have two to three ambassadors at each of our events and people like to come and meet them and just kind of like get photos with them so it's kind of like this all-inclusive concept of taking a brand and providing the platforms to enhance it um, that's cool. And that's the high and the low of it. We, we do fa- really cool fashion spreads. We're, really, we're just trying to drop into beauty a little bit. Um, so we're, what my goal right now is to expand our current departments. I feel like we have the fitness industry pretty locked down. Um, I feel very confident in you know, us have, being a fitness-based magazine, but I want us to expand a little bit on our other platforms. Mm-hmm. Long term, I'd love to be able to take this concept and apply it to other communities. So go, you know, to Columbia, South Carolina, or Charlotte, and say this is a concept of a community-based, you know, program to help bring you know all of you guys together. That the again the foundation is the community. Right. But yeah, right now it's just one step at a time. Yeah, that's a big <laughs> task. Are you right. Kidding? It's it, it's the coolest job in the world. Yeah. I'm so thankful, and um, I love my team. My ambassadors are amazing. Um, my boss is amazing. My interns are, and I. It's not just me doing it. Yeah. It's there's absolutely no way I could do any of this without any of them. So right. it's it's been something that has been pretty cool. Um, I'm really excited to see where it goes. Yeah. What do yeah. the pop ups look like? Look like like it, I don't you know what I mean for yeah. somebody I don't really know a ton. So yeah, it, it totally yeah. depends. We could do a pop up at the location. So for example, we go to Cycle Bar and do a cycle ride. Um, but we also do like to have pop ups at different venues. Um, so we're partnered with the Grand Bohemian Hotel. Um, right downtown Charleston. Yeah, I see that all the time. So like yeah. anybody can come to these pop-ups as long as you yeah. know. How do you find out when it is and where? Like, yeah, we have it on our website. Um, okay. We have our events page on there that has all the ticketing information. But we also, it's all on our our Instagram and Facebook. We post everything. That's where we do all of our digital marketing. So pop-up coming up. Yeah. You know, yoga at the... Grand Bohemian Hotel. Hotel. Yeah, okay. and we have all of our events planned one to two months in advance. So people could go on there and be like, okay, I can't go to this one, but I'll go to this one. Um, but yeah, everything's online. Um, but yeah, that's the concept is literally in every event. We it's an hour and a half for each event, depending. It might be longer, just depending on what we're doing. But everyone comes in, they check in, and a big thing we have is giveaways. We always have five hundred to a thousand dollars in giveaways for our clients from our clients. Mm-hmm. Um, so people sign in, they write their Instagram name because we tag everybody in all of our photos, and then they pick out a giveaway um, and they throw a card under which giveaway they like. Then we take a group photo um, that's go, that it's in every single following magazine release. So we have a six-page um, event spread, so everyone gets to go in and see their photo in the magazine. People love that. 
And then we just do the class. The class is usually 45 minutes to an hour. We have somebody that videotapes the entire class. Again, we post that online. So again, pe- people could go back and look at the experience mm-hmm. and be a part of it, kind of like relive it a little bit. And then at the end, we do the giveaways and everyone leaves. So that's, again, the times change just depending on how many components we have. Yeah. Um, but we have pop-ups there with like some different athleisure companies that we work with. Um, we'll have Paolo's Gelato comes in and we'll do like drunken gelato. So it's gelato with like a little Prosecco. We'll <laughs> that's have, right. yeah. yeah. Blend Juice is somebody we partner with a lot and they provide juices for all of our events, tzatziki's, uh, Mediterranean food. So we always have some sort of refreshments added. So yeah. Like, and relatively healthy stuff, which is cool try, to see too. Yeah, right? Yeah. And the gelato actually is healthy. It only has six ingredients. It's gluten-free. Yeah. Um, it's a lot different than, let's call it, like a, a Planet Fitness that has, like, pizza and bagel night. You know right, what I mean? Like, right. Know, we try to stay branded, like, semi-branded. But yeah. yeah. Mediterranean food, not bad. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, smoothies. Like, okay. hummus and yeah. salad. Yeah. Yeah. It's juicing amazing. and stuff like that. It's just mm-hmm. cool to see, like, the health and wellness industry just become more at the forefront. Absolutely. Obviously, it's... Um, be commercialized things this is challenges mm-hmm. at the same time right but all in all i feel like okay we're just trying to get people to move better yeah you know, sweat a little bit more yeah. you know what i mean like okay let's break a sweat once yeah. a day and um just cool to see that whole network really branch out and i say wellness is the new black like just it's it's cool i mean i'm still young so i don't know what it was like back then but i just remember growing up like just seeing fast food restaurants all the time and how there's such an obesity problem in america and I just see as I've grown and gotten more involved in the industry how people are putting mindfulness as a forefront. You know, sure. whether it's meditation or yoga or slowly going to the gym, but surely, right? definitely slowly, right? yeah. But it's it's cool though. It's definitely a lot more than what it was ten years ago. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, working out wasn't a thing, right? You know what I mean, like, I mean, who does that? Yeah. Within, <laughs> definitely within my lifetime, there was like maybe one gym in Charleston. It was basically like yeah. MUSC and then like St Andrews Health and Fitness. Mm-hmm. That was pretty much it, right? Yeah. Now there's, yeah. you know, gym it's at every corner. It. Yeah. And yeah. everybody's doing relatively well. Right. You know what I mean? You can yeah. function and you can develop a community and you can get people fit. And, you know, we've definitely been a theme of so many people. It's just like, man, just find, like, and I really like that maybe about Oblique is like, okay, find the community that's right yeah. for you. And then, you know, then you can hopefully stick with it. And Absolutely. And be healthy and fit. And Absolutely. know that those options are out there. The more we can brand that stuff out. Yep. You know, and give people options, I think the better it can be. Mm-hmm. You know, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, man, this was good. This was yeah. interesting. It's really cool to see kind of where things are going. Yeah. You know I mean, I mean, it's changing every day. I swear, every single day, not every day, but like at least two or three times a week, somebody reaches out to me about a new business or a concept. I'm like, wow that's cool like mm-hmm. and then they, they want to be a part they want us to be a part of it to help brand it and make again that community aspect so charleston is definitely like growing and glowing and i love it to be a part of yeah all of the newness that's coming here right right yeah. it's gonna evolve we're gonna have some hiccups for sure oh, but like yeah sorry, my life. but right. those are good they are good <laughs> we yeah. need those in our yeah. Life, you know? yeah for sure all right you want to just do some like quick uh yeah these make me nervous but okay <laughs> i'm not good at like quick stuff but go uh, okay you'll be fine i okay. promise i promise what are you best at what am i best at that's a really interesting question I think I'm a really good listener. Okay. Um, and like that's just across the board. Um, that's something I've always been good at, and like just listening. Sometimes I might not be able to communicate well, but I can listen really well. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. a big part of that connectedness mm-hmm. thing that we talked about. Yeah. Like if you're just Absolutely. talking the whole time, it's yep. really hard to connect people when you can't absorb any yeah. information. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, how about what do you struggle with, or what do you suck at? Um, honestly, I don't. I'm not good at 
listening to my body and myself. I'll just go, 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 go until I burn Join out. So, yeah. 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 And I feel like that's a very common thing, but it's to the point where it's like, sometimes it's, I'm not really good at balancing my downtime with my uptime. It's just like up 24 seven. So, and I'm yeah. a yoga instructor and I'm supposed to do all this like stuff and I don't <laughs> as much as I should. <laughs> yeah. You just got to schedule that stuff out. I mean, people yeah. always talk like, Oh, is that really a problem? Like you're working out and you're fit. It's like, yeah, no, it's just as, yeah. much, just as much a problem as something else. Well, it's interesting. I had one of my students come up to me the other day and in centering in yoga, I talk about like being present, being in the moment. And she came up to me and she's like, she asked me, she's like, do you really like, are you like that all the time? Like, aren't you supposed to be like present in my, cause I told her I was like really stressed out and like had a long, crazy weekend. And she's like, aren't you supposed to be like, it's the expectation because I'm a yoga instructor and that yeah. I'm like just hanging out with Buddha all the time. Right. Like, You're just like, like no sitting. problem. Yeah. Just like live in the present life. I'm like, no, um, that's not yeah. how it works. Right. Right. All. We're allowed to be human too. Right. Exactly. It's like, you know, as a physical therapist, do I still have injuries? Sure. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's just normal part of it's called life being human. Yeah, right. Nobody's, <laughs> nobody's perfect. I like that authenticity yes. sometimes. Yes. All right, here's uh, one of my favorite ones, and then I have to segue into a second one, which I always forget. But what is the number one thing the public should do to maintain their health and fitness? If you just pick one thing. Yeah. You know, like, we've had all, like, there's no wrong answer, obviously. Yeah. You know? so I, I think it's important that you find a routine and something that works for you that you aren't forcing because somebody you've seen on Instagram looks a certain way or because somebody told you that you should be doing something a certain way. It's You really need to customize your mindfulness and fitness routine to who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're somebody that needs like, you know, eight hours to 10 hours of sleep a night, like don't be waking up at four o'clock in the morning going to the gym. You know, if you, if you know like what things work with your diet and don't, then listen to that. Like sometimes people do these crazy 24 day cleanses or like taking all these supplements and doing these things that just really in the long run mess with your body. Right. So I think it takes time and trial and error, but really listening to your body and finding a routine that works for you specifically. I like it. That's mm-hmm. the, maybe that is the downside of commercials, you know, yeah. commercializing and like it being more at the forefront is you're yeah. just going to typically see the like sexiest part or the hardest part or the like, you know, 24 day cleanse when, you know, you're not ready for that right, right now. Right? Like let's do a one day cleanse. Exactly. Well, like you, you know, said, like start slow yep. and build something that works for you. Yeah. you People know? are going to put on Instagram, like just the best of the best. It's just yeah. how it is. Like, yeah. And if you can go in there knowing that, yeah. then you can be like, all right, can I just do 25% of what I see? And then, Absolutely. Okay, let's implement that. And Baby steps. Away. But nobody's yeah. going to put that on no. Instagram. Nope. It's just not going to happen. Nope. Maybe one day I'd yeah. like to see more of, you know, authenticity and, and, right? and truth. I mean, yeah. it's a big part of what we do in the podcast here yeah. is just trying to like glean through all that and just understand this is what this is yeah. and this is probably what works for you and just knowing the difference between those things. Like, exactly. That's hard to do, right? Yeah. You're just throwing a lot of information. It is. And you have these trainers out there that look amazing and they like kind of shame people for like, sorry, I love milkshakes and I love pizza and I, yeah. like, I don't eat it every day, but if my body's like, if I'm just like go for a pizza right now like I'm gonna eat a fucking pizza yeah. like I'm gonna eat it like right. I'm not gonna and to be sh- okay with that right, right? And because at the afterwards yeah. not like shame myself for it like right. I just I don't believe in that like if, if it makes you happy do it you know obviously in moderation but like right. you know don't kill yourself like I, it's okay I just, to eat the cookie right eat yeah the cookie <laughs> that's what you should call this podcast <laughs> I like it I might I might um that is the 
another good segue. So like what I ask everybody, and we think we talked about this a little bit, but like what your definition of health or a healthy person actually is. Mm -hmm. So I'm just really curious what your thoughts are. Um, I I feel like, again, it goes back, the definition is different for each person. When I talk about perspective, perspective has been, it's my keyword for everything in life. And if, 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 it works for you, then it works for you. A definition of a healthy person is somebody that comes home at the end of the day and feels mentally and physically happy and content with themselves. Like you could look at yourselves in the mirror and be like, I love my body and I'm comfortable with in my own skin. And you could feel okay with eating that pizza because you know, it's, it's just, again, it's a decision you're making, but you know, you, you'll be working yeah. and you, you, like, I know I work out all the time. I do not have six pack abs. I do not have like this you know, perfect body, but I'm so confident in my own skin and I know I take really good care of myself. Yep. And that's, again, I come home at the end of the day, I'm really happy with who I am inside and out. And that's, there's no specific workout plan for that. There's no diet or nutrition plan to, for it. It's just, it's just like more of a personal thing. Yeah. And you got to fumble through it, right? right? You got to kind of fail through five or six things so you can kind of find it. And it's an ever evolving process. It really is. You know, especially it's like, all this new stuff coming out yeah. in the world. I'm like, Ooh, let me try that. This is cool. It works with my body. I'm not going to do this anymore. And as you get older, things change and like, totally. I'm not doing like, you know, the things that I was doing, you know, yeah. five or 10 and years And be totally ago. okay with that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I got some fun ones. Okay. These are easier, I guess. Okay. What is your walkout song? Oh, <sighs> See, these are hard for me. These are the hard <laughs> these ones. These are the hard ones? That's My walkout song? Yeah, you come um, out on stage, everyone's going to, you know, yeah. you're running an event, I don't know, and like, you come out and we're about to run the event, what do, what do you hear in your head? Or I honestly, like? like, there's so many songs. Um, I, have, I have such a dynamic, like, song base. Um, I'll listen to everything. Cool. Just pick the first one that, um, that you know. Probably is a Beyonce song to be honest. Okay. Like, I'm all about like empowerment. I mean, and like just being the best version of yourself. So really, any Beyonce song. Like it. We, that's acceptable <laughs> she just, answer. She just gets me going. Yeah, I like it. What's your favorite cartoon? Favorite cartoon. Past, present. Um, growing up, I was a really big Rugrats fan. Like, I honestly don't watch TV now. I like I have Apple TV and I'll watch Netflix here and there. Yeah. Um, but I loved Rugrats. That was like my go-to. Yeah. Tommy was awesome. Right. Yeah. Tommy Pickle. Like yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah. Angelica. Oh, she yeah, was so she, mean. I know. She scared me. I was yeah. Like, I'm really intimidated by her. Agreed. Same up. here. Yeah. Yeah. Those. I could yeah. name all those. That was a great show. You're yeah, right. It was. Um, well, what's the last TV show you watched? You say you don't watch a lot of TV. Maybe um, the last thing on Netflix. Last thing on net, the last binge, and that's what I did all binge watch. And I haven't yeah. watched TV for like two weeks. Um, it's called Queen of the South. And it's about this, it's about the cartel, basically. About a woman who runs the cartel. It's pretty, okay. Pretty badass. I cool. Like I like it. I'm not, Spanish. yeah, I've not heard that one. <laughs> Uh, how can people, um, find out more about you? Last question. Yeah, great question. So my I do a lot of my branding on Instagram. So my Instagram handle is QFit Perspective. And that's, I really brand myself through Oblique um, with that. So really anything that's going on with Oblique, I have, you know, small little things I do on the side. Um, mm-hmm. But that's my personal page. My website's QFitPerspective.com. Um, but the, my biggest thing is Oblique Magazine. So Instagram Oblique Magazine. 
website, obliquemagazine.com. Okay. That's where you can find all about me. Cool. That's awesome. I really appreciate <laughs> yeah, you coming thank on. thank you so much. That this was fun. This is so great. This yeah. Is, yeah, we should do this more often. Yeah. I oh, man. This. Yeah, for sure. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. Don't forget, your body is resilient, strong, and adaptable. The way to better health care and a healthier you is education and empowerment. Yes, sir. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, we would love for you to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Maybe even leave some comments. If you want to find out more about us and our Health and Human Performance Center, please check out madetomovept.com. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.